This is a FlashBooks audio summary on the 80-20 principle, the secret of achieving more with less, written by Richard Koch and narrated by Dean Bakari. Tweetable summary. By identifying what you're good at, then doing more of it, success will come easily. A quick overview before we jump into the big ideas for this book. The 80-20 principle is a fascinating book that could really revolutionize the way you live your life. In the book, Koch writes about the well-documented but counterintuitive principle that 80% of effects or results come from only 20% of efforts. Most sales will come from only 20% of the product line. 20% of a carpet gets the majority of its wear and tear. And applied to personal life, 80% of happiness comes from less than 20% of the time that you spend. While the specific ratios will vary, for example, 90-10 or 70-30, the principle itself aims to show us the fundamentally unbalanced way that the world around us works. This is the first book exclusively on the 80-20 principle, and the first to apply it to personal life as well as professional life. Originally pointed out by the Italian economist Pareto, and also known as Pareto's Law, the principle has been the mainstay of strategic management consultants and the secret of some of the world's most successful companies and entrepreneurs. The 80-20 principle's results seem like magic to people who don't know how to leverage it because it bucks against conventional ways of approaching various theories, both in life and in business. Some folks even refer to it as the law of least effort. But this isn't some hocus-pocus promise about how you can get anything you want faster than anyone you know. The 80-20 principle is the pinnacle of effectiveness, and it's supported by mountains of research and enough case studies to make your head spin. In fact, according to author Richard Koch, the 80-20 principle works whether you believe in it or not. Big idea number one, the 50-50 belief versus the 80-20 rule. Quote, conventional wisdom is to not put all your eggs in one basket. 80-20 wisdom is to choose a basket carefully, load all your eggs into it, and then watch it like a hawk. End quote. At an intellectual level, a ratio of 50-50 makes sense in relation to effort put in and results gained. If you put in a quote-unquote good effort, you will get a good result. If you quote work hard, you can expect a certain level of reward. This is the mentality that has driven society for generations, and there is a certain merit in it in terms of maintaining societal coherence. A clear work-reward equation creates a stable society, within which mediocrity is accepted and conformity is rewarded. Unfortunately, as Koch illustrates, this is no longer the world in which we live. The new world says that merely keeping up will no longer be enough, that mere competence at something can no longer be rewarded with success. You must do something that comes easily to you and that you love so that you have a tremendous advantage over others and can rise to the top of your field. Only this type of effort, which may not really seem like work compared to what others do, will bring big rewards. In the 80-20 world, 
Unlike the old one, those who apply its logic can expect exponentially greater rewards compared to input. However, that input must be of a uniquely high standard and reflect the uniqueness of the giver. According to the 80-20 principle, it makes perfect sense that Michael Jordan could earn more than half a dozen basketball teams put together because of the supreme skills displayed and the corresponding entertainment provided. Stars are earning much more now relative to the past. Just look at some of the top actors in entertainment and media. But this is almost beside the point itself. Koch refers to them merely to demonstrate the applicability of this principle to all of us, to everyone, that only by fulfilling oneself is anything of extraordinary value created. Big idea number two. Constantly ask yourself, what's the 20% that leads to the 80%? To engage in 80-20 thinking, we need to constantly ask ourselves, what's the 20% that's leading to the 80%? We should never, ever assume that we automatically know what the answer is, but rather take some time to think creatively about it. What are the vital few inputs or causes as opposed to the trivial, trivial many? Where is the haunting melody being drowned out by the background noise. Big idea number three, become a time revolutionary. The few things that work fantastically well should be identified, cultivated, nurtured, and multiplied. At the same time, the waste, the majority of things that will always prove to be of low value to man and beast should be abandoned or severely cut back. Most of what we consider valuable comes from really only a fraction of how we spend our time. In order to greatly increase our effectiveness overall, or our happiness, or what we earn, we need to expand that fraction beyond 10 or 20% to a much greater share of our time. Koch says that our society's appreciation of time is terrible, it's poor. We don't need time management, according to the author. We need a time revolution. Conventional time management is about increasing the efficiency of what we do and becoming better at prioritization. Koch believes that failing of all types of time management is the assumption that we know what is and what isn't a good use of our time in the first place. Its second fault is the assumption that time is is short, that we have many important things to do and are constantly under pressure. Big idea number four, prioritize properly. To get phenomenally better in our use of time, however, according to Koch, the 80-20 principle requires us to go back to our priorities and see if they really reflect the best use of our life in general. Coke is blunt about this. Most people, according to Coke, try too hard at the wrong things. 
Since this principle reflects nature's imbalance in the way things actually operate, there's no use thinking about time rationally. To seek improvements of 15 to 25% in our use of time, as time management organizers promise, constitutes tinkering around the edges. The unexpected and irrational reality is this. There is an abundance of time once we start spending it on the 20% that actually matters. Instead of being always short of time, the author notes, the dangerous truth is that we are actually awash with it, but profligate in its abuse. Big idea number five. It's okay to be lazy if you're smart about it. Quote, It was better to be in the right place than to be smart and work hard. It was best to be cunning and focus on results rather than inputs. Acting on a few key insights produced the goods. Being intelligent and hardworking did not. End quote. Do you constantly strive while not really getting anywhere? Stay busy but not really getting any results or worthwhile results? If so, then listen up because Coke is about to introduce us to the Von Manstein matrix. Von Manstein was a German general who concluded that the best officers, those who made the least mistakes and were the most farsighted, that is the most visionary, were both intelligent and by inclination, lazy. Koch applies the matrix to today's economy, stating that the key to becoming a star is to stimulate, manufacture, and deploy lazy intelligence. Instead of choosing the difficult or generic goal that we think will bring us lots and lots of respect because it's so hard to achieve, what we should be doing is focusing on what comes more easily or naturally to us and exploiting that talent and really working hard at what we are naturally inclined to do and to be really good at. Big idea number six. The best way to leverage 80-20 is to be yourself. Interestingly enough, capitalism allows just about anyone to achieve success, both personally, professionally, financially, with business. It allows you to succeed just by being yourself. That is, in fulfilling your highest expression. Doing this automatically creates a very, very small, tight, but highly, highly valuable niche. And this methodology fits right in line with our current information economy that allows any one of us to launch a startup and see it through to success so long as we're willing to specialize. And if we're willing to accept the fact that no one, no one does what we do quite like we do. Once we can accept that, then specializing our way to success shouldn't be nearly as difficult as people tend to perceive it to be. In every field, the key to leadership is enthusiasm, constant curiosity, and continual learning, a never-ending journey to expand your knowledge and act on that knowledge, which aren't just usually considered work if what you're doing for work is something that you're great at and passionate about. Big idea number seven. The 80-20 mindset requires you to combine ambition with relaxed confidence. 
80-20 thinking is the combination of ambition with a relaxed and confident manner. It involves the reflective thinking, that is, allowing insights to come rather than leaping into action, unconventional use of time, and a hedonistic philosophy. Koch believes that in our work equals success culture, seeking passion and pursuing work that's fun is really underplayed. Seeking pleasure is not selfishness. The more we love doing something, the better we will be at it, increasing the likelihood that it will benefit others as well. Closing notes. The 80-20 principle is a recipe book for getting us out of the rat race and living up to our personal potential. It shows how trivia clogs up life and how people substitute being busy for being effective when what they're really doing is filling the void of purpose in their lives with lots and lots of meaningless busyness. The 80-20 principle is one of the few books that really helps us achieve success both in business and in life because really, aren't they both just inherently connected and intertwined with one another? If you're happy in your personal life, isn't it more likely that you'll be happy in your professional life? If you're happy in your professional life, isn't it more likely that you'll be happier in your personal life? In the book, Koch refers to Joseph Ford's statement that while God may play dice with the universe, the dice are always loaded. And showing us how the universe is predictably unbalanced, the 80-20 principle allows us to rig the odds naturally in our favor. Expressing and finessing our unique talents rather than pursuing excellence in something that we don't love really is the key point. Bottom line, in your life, both personal and professional, strive for excellence in a few key things rather than being good or just being average in many meaningless things. Thank you for listening to this Flashbooks audio summary on the 80-20 principle, written by Richard Koch and narrated by Dean Bakari.